Welcome to the Cultural Vacuums. And it's Big Lou's turn to do the intro this week. Turn it up, Paul! Here we go, you suckers. Welcome to the Cultural Vacuums. It's a podcast about culture, yeah? Let me paint you a scene. You wake up. Nightmare! (laughs) The day begins. You reach for your phone. The music's all the same. You need new things in your life. Do not piss on my chips depression. We're not having it. We're not starting the day off like this. Alongside me is someone that will also always share his pissy chips with me. It is the wonderful, the enigma, the beautiful boy, the amazing Mr. Josh Treble Cork. Welcome, Josh. I thought you were going to say my name. No, we say our own names now. Yeah, at the same time. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast all about culture. This is. I I actually... uh, Oh, yeah, sorry, go on. Well, don't piss on my chips. Sorry, I've already taken your piss. Oh, my phone going. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, I I can't talk business right now. I'm recording a podcast intro. Can I call you back? Yeah. All right, love you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> perfect timing right thank you for that intro Lou it's that was though, it? It, it worked really well I've been up north ah. that's why Bad Boy Chiller Crew is uh, beating through my veins I did wonder that was like a strong sort of start I did wonder why yeah. that was why that came to your head so soon in the land where everyone looks ill or shifty <laughs> mm, I, you know what I have been uh, uh, this is co- straight onto the culture so this is series two yep. but woohoo we're back and uh, what have we been doing culturally since we last did one of these uh, I read Bob Mortimer's book and I also listened to the audio book of his book so he's reading it you read a book and listened to it at, at the, the same, same time, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well I didn't actually read it I listened to it but I he was narrating it obviously and uh, when it finished I was really sad because it was quite nice having a, a, a wonderful Teesside accent be the soundtrack to my sort of daily life I like the northern accent now basically I've been going to the cinema a lot on my own oh really what yeah. have you seen Belfast nice yeah. good film terrific film uh, I think it'll win best picture mm. but I'm not qualified no, you're not. You're not on the. Uh, you're not on the academy. There's one scene in it that, um, and if you do go, I would highly recommend all the all the suckers to watch it. Um, but um, there's a scene that audibly, it, I, I sat back in my seat on my own, and I <laughs> I had to audibly just go, "Oh fuck off! <laughs> that would never happen." <laughs> you can't say that in a film about like the troubles. No, well, uh, you, all right, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> Just you, an English guy, sat in a film watching about it. Fuck off. <laughs> I have family that are in the Black and Tans and the IRA. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's like, can we not go there, please? I just mean that it was so unbelievable that I just couldn't, I couldn't go with it. Oh, okay, it, it took was, you out of the thing. Yeah, but then uh, the end of it was terrific. I'm not a good film reviewer. I'll listen to Mark Commode's review of it. And, and then just say what he says. Well. Yeah. No, because he uses big words I don't understand too well. <laughs> I, I saw, well, similarly on the same thing uh, in terms of uh, a good film that may may or may not have the same critical acclaim as uh, Belfast, yeah. Jackass Forever. Uh, brilliant. I thought we were going to watch that together. Have you not? Oh, well, yeah, we can go see it. I mean, I'll go see it again. I can never get enough of uh, seeing men shit themselves and, you know, whip their dicks out and dress them like Godzilla. Speaking of which, uh, who have we got on this week, John? <laughs> who have we got on this week? Uh, this week we have the amazing, uh, wonderful uh, writer, comedian, podcaster, West End performer. She is a behemoth of content. 
We've got Katie Pritchard. Katie Pritchard! So very lucky to have her on the show. Finally. She is a bundle of fizzing joy that I can't wait to talk to. Well, uh, Lou, before we get to speak to the wonderful Katie, um, we have to do the pasty bit. So things have reset. Mm -hmm. So this is the part of the show where we come up with something that we believe that Katie will mention at some point during the interview. Uh, And if Katie does mention it, then we have to buy the other one a pasty. Simple as. So, Lou, what do you think Katie will speak about at some point? Dragons. Dragons. Nice. Yep. Yeah, any particular dragons, like a film about dragons or a what? book about dragons? Um, or no. a song about dragons? Well, I am sort of being a little cheeky sausage by saying dragons because there's so many different variables to where it could come up. There are a lot of dragons. But I think it's fair, and I'm going to be quite... I'm not. No, I'm not going to be specific. I'm just going to say dragons, but I will caveat it with um, Spyro the dragon. Oh, one of the, I'd say, top five dragons. Um, uh, I think Katie is big fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> and I don't think she's going to be able to say which one of the films, including Hobbs and Shaw, is her favorite. So the whole collection. Not one in particular. You I don't think. I don't think anyone reasonably. I just don't think she's going to be able dragons to pull out in one. That, by the way, dragons. Are they the Fast and Furious Dragons? It's going to be the next one. Uh, well, so let's 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 not dick about anymore, Lou. Let's welcome Katie Pritchard to the Cultural Vacuum. Well, uh... <laughs> Showing us up with the professional singer. <laughs> I want to learn to dance and I want to learn to sing. I would love to learn how to dance. Can you, can you dance? Yeah, I can dance. Is it like profession? Like 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 trained i have been paid to dance oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the meaning of professional who, who where, where what was this what why what was the context of being paid she just makes me laugh <laughs> <laughs> what was the context of being paid to dance um in a show Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But what was the, what was the show? For fr- like, would you? No, I mean, like, what, was the, what was the show on like? The, on was... the corner, <laughs> on the corner of the street, dancing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, busking. I'm pretty sure I've seen you dance in Edinburgh. Like, yeah, wiring. yeah. To be honest, I do dance anywhere. But in the context of, are you a professional dancer? Have you been paid to dance? Yes, and that was on a stage. On a stage. Yeah, on a stage, stage. stage, Josh. Oh, okay, okay. Did you go to, like, Pineapple Studios or do any training from there? Or (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell, Josh, yes, I did. (laughs) The strength (laughs) stuff. Do you know, that is the best way to get a headshot. Should I show you? Should I show you? So you put your elbow down as if you're going to lean on a table. Then you look at your elbow. And then when the photographer goes, ready, steady, cook or whatever they (laughs) say, you you flick your eyes up at the camera. And it's the best. All right, let's all do it to camera one at the minute. Right. On your go, Katie. Oh, ready, steady, cook. Oh my god! Yeah, I've heard. When then, you, the, then you get an agent. It, refresh, <laughs> it refreshes your eyes. Does it? No, no, I heard that, but it, that makes sense, doesn't because it? Because when I take but photographs, in, they're always red. So right. People just like just keep blinking. They remember to blink. Right. Yeah, you, yeah. Your, your <laughs> eyes. If there's a flash in any photo, you, your eyes look like uh, yeah, cat's eyes. Like cat's eyes. Yeah, just big bulbs coming back out like the yeah. bulb of the flash. To bring That's up my nice. disability. My, I, have a, I have an eye disease. Oh. Yeah, it's called Keratoconus. Would you reckon you're a cultured bunny? 
Um, say the name again. That was a fun name. Keratoconus. Keratoconus. Yeah, I'm like trying to write about it. Like I always look. Keratoconus. Keratoconus. Yeah. <laughs> it means. I think it's called oh, no. before. But did what? I say it wrong? Keratoconus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I call it Keratoconus because yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah, because I'm an I'm an artist. Just a bit of bounce. Just a bit of bounce. Yeah. Just a bit of hard. Been saying bounce. that same joke for the last six years. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. <laughs> it's really good stuff. It's not it's not at all wearing on our friendship at all. No. But what will happen? What is? I like it. Oh, dicks. <laughs> what is wearing on my on on our friendship is no on my eyes. Uh, they'll bulge. So they bulge. Right. They change shape. <laughs> And what will happen one day is if they continue to bulge, <laughs> one day they'll pop. Oh, shit. Yeah, like an old dog. That is not... Oh why are you laughing? I don't know why. It's just so he makes fun of me for that. That's it's not mean. funny it's at all. It's actually a disabled list. No, it's not. It's not happening. So it's like... It's, it's happening right now. What, your eyes could just pop at any moment? Yeah, they change shape all the time. What, so they just oh, get so big? A bit like, you know, like the sun will explode. Your eyes will as well. No, like an old cloudy dog eye. Like when you see an old dog. Yeah, like cataracts. Eye. Sort of, yeah, but for people. And then I'll have a cornea transplant. Mm. Yeah. Modern science. I was told by the age I was 35. Oh, my oh, gosh. Any yeah. day now? No, I'm not nowhere near 35. <laughs> Seven years to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Make the most out of your sight now then, man. I uh, know. It's good to see stuff. <laughs> you enjoy seeing It's stuff? good to see you, Kate yeah. Pritchard. Welcome to, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Cultural what Vacuum. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Um, how, yeah, like Lou asked before, are you a cultured bunny? Would you, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, when you said that, actually, the first time, I thought you were asking about, do I have Yakult? How so? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it's good cultures, isn't it? Culturae immunitas, or whatever it's called. I got oh, really... You're working on a different way. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God, you're going oh, to this is scientific bit element of culture. This wow. Weird. We have but never yeah, crossed into this territory before. I'd say I'm cultured. I work, uh, I work in the arts. She does work in that, the yeah, arts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You kind of can't not be. work in the arts. In a way. It's true. <laughs> you work in the arts. <laughs> and you work in the arts. We all work in the arts, unless you don't. And that's why you... Yeah, know. exactly. But do you like the arts? <laughs> I love them. That's good. We're on a good start. Because I do think it's like oh, a yeah. kind of an interesting thing. Because if, if, if someone goes, oh, I'm not that cultured at all. And you're like, yeah, but you oh, you work in the arts. Yeah. You literally do that every Everyone's day. Everyone's cultured, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Even if you only like signs, that's art. This, I like this. Even this is like good. Signs. Yeah, even if you're like, I don't like art, but I love a good sign. Yeah. That's art, isn't it? If like a stop sign or a yeah, a, a I mean, sign. someone invented those. It's true. If someone's designed it, it is art. It is art. It is art. It is art. And you said uh, this uh, question for you. Uh, last time, Lou said daffodils, right? Uh, as part of culture, it was part of our pasty bet. So before you come on the show, we usually have like a guess at stab at what we think you might mention. Oh, right. Last time for who, uh, our last guest, you said daffodils. Would you say that daffodils are culture? I think it should. Or is that nature? Well. Isn't it the national flower of Wales? Wales. Mm. Is that culture? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. All right, yeah, that's yeah. bloody yeah, culture. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's, everything's culture. Every- <laughs> name, name something. <laughs> Curtains. Culture. Culture, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the drapes on I'm here. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> tell you for why. There's dye processes, there's industrial processes. They evoke feeling, they evoke meaning. This, like murder. I think murder when I see a red curtain for some reason. Why are they always red? Cabaret. 
Art. You think cabaret? Yeah. Speaking of cabaret, you ever done? You ever done cabaret? <laughs> I bet you have. I bet you have as well. Yeah, of course I have. Is it like Drag Race <laughs> minus the drag? So it's a cabaret is. <laughs> but like you sing and dance and talk to the guests in between. I basically do that. Every cabaret anyway. is anything. Okay, it's anything. It's not like sorry, cabaret purists. I don't mean anyone can do cabaret. <laughs> anyone can do cabaret. But it's like um, well. it's. Across genre performance. Okay. Right? Cabaret. Yeah. So maybe you're thinking of like um, Sally Bowles from the musical Cabaret. Okay. That's probably oh, who yeah, you're yeah, thinking yeah, of, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that can be cabaret, or you can get drag, or burlesque, or comedy, um, or an amalgamation of everything, oh. or. Stunts. Stunts. Yeah. Such as. Oh my gosh! I've been on bills, and there's been people eating fire, sword swallowing. Once I help, help someone chop up a concrete block on her stomach. Say yeah, Danielle. <laughs> Daniela Deville. She's amazing. She's one night seven. Um, Guinness World Records. Sick. For yeah. Cabaret. For dangerous stunts. <laughs> dangerous I like stunts. I love it. Yeah. So if you've got a cool dangerous stunt yeah. that can be cabaret. with some jokes, that's cabaret. Oh, that's wicked. So you could potentially like get somebody in stocks on stage, pretend to cut their head off and then tell a couple of one-liners. Cabaret. Boom! Cabaret! He's got a in your face. Boom! Cabaret! How much flair would you give it? I'd wear a leotard. Yeah, oh, okay. Leotard, top hat. Top hat? I think you should wear a top hat. It's the cabaret. I don't think I'd wear it. I'd wear a beret. Liza Minaria wears a top hat in cabaret, didn't she? At one point, I think. I'm a genre defining cabaret artist. That would be different. Be different. I'd I'd like to add in now because I don't want people to get angry at me for anything that I'm saying about cabaret. But I <laughs> oh, no. love cabaret she and I cabaret. think it's amazing. It's, and yeah. so if it's a cross genre piece of performance art, that's probably you could do that in a cabaret bar. Well, to be fair, I had no real understanding of what cabaret actually was <laughs> until we started talking about it. So this has actually been educational, yeah. which is what this show is always about because but we're then, thick as shit and yep. we need someone to help us. But maybe also do your own research at home and come to your own conclusions about what cabaret is. <laughs> <laughs> I can only draw from my experiences. Is Chicago cabaret or is that a musical? It's a musical. Based you on could cabaret. do a song from Chicago in a cabaret club. Ah. I've seen that. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah, I know. This is. I performed this is... in cabaret bars doing stand up. Yeah, is that technically cabaret? Yeah. Um, also, I don't think I do stand up. I think what? I, I think I just vomit ideas onto people. Was the bill a mixed bill? Can't remember. There's, you know, just in my head, I'm like, I'm just I, like, I once there's the big dog and there are disappointments. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I view every gig. I once emceed a a grime night. Uh, would that be cabaret? That'd be a car crash. Yeah, that was a car crash. Yeah, yeah. That was You've described it as a grime night, so yeah. it's probably a grime night. Yeah, yeah, well, that yeah, that's true. Yeah, unless it had like were there other performance artists there? They may have been doing trap as well as grime. Oh, trap, so and yeah, grime. trap and grime. It was Probably a mixed mix bill. It sounds no. like a music night. It was a music night that I yeah. emceed. Yeah. Sounds like you went to a gig. <laughs> <laughs> I paid a ticket. 
You were saying before that you have something called labyrinthitis. I do, yeah. Would you be able to tell us what that is? Yeah, yeah well, basically you're just stuck in uh, stuck in a maze. For, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like um, a fluid imbalance in your ears. Yeah. And for most people, it probably lasts a couple of days. Uh-huh. Um Forever. Way past a week now. Oh, mate. Oh. Um, so it just feels like everything's spinning. It's like extreme vertigo. I was going to say, yeah, vertigo. Do you yeah. feel it right now? Yeah. Really? We're on a bit of a stage. Yeah. They that, forced that... me to yeah. be here. <laughs> Do we need to go to like lower ground? No, I'm just going to stay on the chair. Should we all lie on the floor? Okay. Yeah, should we just do this? We'll do this like looking up at the ceiling. <laughs> Isn't that how Christina Aguilera recorded one of her songs? What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Lying on her back? Yeah, because you can tell because she's lying down. It's like... Why would you do that? <laughs> Does she have like a really hoarse voice when she sings it when she's like lying down or is it... Well, that... it's different voice. Yeah, because you're not going to have the same power projection. in it. Yeah. So, power in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you Kirk can Bain tell you host it. music nights. <laughs> exactly. I know my shit. It's all about power, yeah, Christina. It's Put about me power. in the studio. You lie on your back. It's power. You Put got this in a bottle and sing it. That's Britney. That's Britney. That's Britney. Genie in a bottle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Might. Oh, we're not asking that. But yeah. What, what am I consuming? Yeah, right. What are you, what are you, what I've actually got a big list because of being Lovely in bed stuff. for the last week with oh, with labyrinth- 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 labyrinthitis. Yeah. Um, trapped in bed. Trapped in bed. Trapped in the um, I've uh, I've been watching Adam Kay's. This is gonna oh, hurt. Yes, amazing. Yeah. So I'm like maybe four episodes in. I've got to take it slowly because there's a lot of sounds in that, so I can't listen for too long. The shrink next door. Oh, I started watching that as well. Oh yeah, my yeah, yeah. God. Have you finished it? No, I'm no, like episode three or four. Would you be able to tell me what that's about? Oh, so it's Will Ferrell and um, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Oh. I was going to be like Mike from Friends. Bless him. <laughs> He's done other stuff. He's been Ant Man for God's sake. Yeah. Right, Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell, and um, it's based on a podcast, which is based on a true story, I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 And. Um, Will Ferrell is um, like a nice, cool, chilled out dude. Yeah. And his sister's Catherine Hahn. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love Catherine Hahn. Um, and she's like, why don't you go and see a psych- psychiatrist? Yeah. Enter Paul Rudd. Oh. And then... Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've never been more vocal when watching a TV show, but I'm like watching, I'm like, no, no why would you do that? No. And the psychiatrist obviously um, completely uh, manipulates Will Ferrell's character. Oh God. So that's what you're watching. I don't think I've spoiled anything. No, in no, I think that. that's a good, yeah, that's, that's, how the, it... that's about as much as I would sort of say. Yeah. And that's without giving anything away. The show opens kind of, the very first scene is like a it's like takes in place future. in the future and then you go back and sort of yeah. see what M. the fuck night Shyamalan is type of sort of situation straight out of the yeah. M. Night Shyamalan book but type of sort of situation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a type of sort of situation do you know what I mean M. Night Shyamalan will be really pleased that you're yeah. referring to that as a it's type. like when start of the film I should review comes to the to the, to the front of the film does Will Ferrell play a straight character or has he been Will Ferrell? No, he plays a straight character, yeah. I mean, no, they're both relatively no. sort of straight characters. That M. Night Shyamalan, uh, that's called foreshadowing. I thought, what did I say? <laughs> kind of, sort of, when it starts at the start. 
kind of sore when it starts at the start. Which remember, I love. Remember to, to, to remember. get the shot at the start. <laughs> but actually, that makes it worse for me because then sometimes you see fragments of the set, uh, the setup that you saw at the start. Yeah. And then you're like, no, I know exactly how. Yeah, you know how it it's going to end. And, yeah. Oh, sort of. So it's really good. We don't like it when they do that. But it is frustrating because you're like, God, and this is real, based on a real event I yeah think. so that so, actually happened to someone yeah and it's just like oh my god people i'd hate that um i love documentaries so i'm watching human the world within oh Ooh, what's that it's all about the human beings yeah and everything about so like there's a thing on the digestive system the respiratory oh, system yeah. and it goes through the whole of the human body but it's really cool yeah what is that on, is what on? yeah what is that on netflix? netflix oh netflix have um, you have you picked up any like from that sort of series have you got a fact now that you kind of just tell anybody in sort of like random situations but like, by the way guys did you know that your digestive system has blah, okay blah, i did just blah. tell my flatmate last night one if you'd like to oh, yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so when you're, your immune system, oh my gosh, so it gets a bit built up while you're um, in the womb and then that lasts for a little bit, but your immune system gets built up when you're outside of the womb, right? Yeah. So they had these two twins um, and they had two different immune systems because one loves working with horses and one hates being outside. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fascinating how different, and they live in the same house. Yeah. So one's sickly all the time and yeah. one's well. Wow. Yeah. I'm guessing the one that stays in the house is sickly. Yeah. And the one that rides horses and... Absolutely fine. Absolutely yeah. Absolutely fine. So my worry is when I watch documentaries like that about the human body, um, <laughs> I, um, I freak out about the things that are wrong with me. And yeah. I, I don't need more ammo to the fire. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to know the... Intric- like, whenever you go to the doctor's... It's like whenever you get your car taken in for an MLT, there's yeah. always something wrong with it. Yeah. I, yeah. I just avoid doctors. That's my method for a long time. I always life. feel, but I always think with science documentaries, there's like three types. There's like nature, space, and then like human body. And I always feel that like the human body is also the one that I probably steer clear of. Mm. I can watch something about terrifying black holes and like how the world is getting fucking polluted and we're all dying. Yeah. But actually watching like how your gut works is just like, <laughs> that gives me the shivers. It's very, I find it very interesting really yeah i'm well because like as well i think i've always found kind of nutrition fascinating yeah your body's like i really want chicken (laughs) and then when you're not feeling well you're looking up like best foods to help me with this it's like number one is chicken you're like how do you know (laughs) how does it know yeah i find it so cool um so So yeah i'd recommend that in nutrition in terms of nutrition like i eat I, I'm very lucky I don't have scurvy. I think I'm on the balance of not... Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm very close <laughs> you do to have the gout. edge. Yeah, I mean, I've not had gout. My dad's had gout. I'm pretty certain I will get... I eat better now, but I don't think, mmm, that'll be lovely. I'll cook that because in my head, I'm like, mmm, meal for one. I'll buy all that shit and I'll have more left over so I'll only make one portion, throw a lot away, clean up, eat. I can't be arsed, so I'd rather just put something in the microwave. Is that bad? Will I die? <laughs> You're the doctor of the show. Like, yeah. I have no medical training. Bollocks. Oh, damn it. Fuck's sake. Um, Do you eat well? Would I, you say? Well, yeah, I'd say. I mean, I wouldn't eat ready meals. Would you not? <laughs> really? 
Really? I'm fascinated with what other people eat. Like, not a, are you vegetarian or anything no. like that? So, but you wouldn't have like a, a, a Sainsbury's be good to yourself, like chicken korma, like microwave meal. And, uh, it's not being good to in yourself. In the very few times <laughs> that I would have to, okay. I obviously would. Yeah. But there's much better alternatives there is better stuff out yeah. there there is there's definitely healthier yeah. food also I, lo- I really like cooking oh okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i love it I so i'm cooking. like give myself chop up some veg yeah. treat myself <laughs> you know how it is on a monday it's tuesday today who knows what i'll make myself <laughs> but yeah i think like but i just try to like listen because i think my stomach's quite clever yeah my stomach lies to me does it? Yeah. What's it saying? It says stuff like, Lou, you fall when I'm not full. <laughs> You're probably you are full. <laughs> Josh, could you ask another question, please? <laughs> Where'd you grow up? I forget. In London. Did oh, you? Is it? Whereabouts in London? North London. Oh, where? He's from south. I'm from south. Southeast. Watch oh, out. Oh, <laughs> oh. In, in like Finchley or like... I'm near there, actually, yeah. in Mill Hill. Middle Hill. Oh, end of like? the northern line. End of the line, yeah. yeah. It's very... Nice. Well, it's, apparently it's not too rare because all three people in the room apart from me grew up in London. But <laughs> what is... what? Would your experience growing up be different than his, do you reckon? Josh, Where did you grow up? I grew up in like Camberwell and Peckham. Oh, okay. Well... But I wouldn't know what Mill Hill close, was like. You're closer to the city, I'd guess. Yeah, more closer um, to central, I think. So... Uh, probably fairly similar apart from i didn't have to go into the city unless it, it was like a big adventure to go into the city okay but maybe because you were like i was walking when i was living in camberwell like for half an hour to get into town yeah it takes like so no like, time like, yeah really yeah, yeah but again it was like going yeah because like growing up there you wouldn't like even like you just sort of stayed in your little district yeah. you wouldn't really venture out of like peck and brixton and camberwell You've got kind of everything going. It's like anywhere else. You've got everything where you need it. But what I will say is, oh my gosh, big shout out to Mill Hill Libraries, who in the pandemic, they're absolute angels. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Because they couldn't be in a library um, for a bit because of the lockdowns. So they started to be a food bank. And then they were like... Oh, well, we still can't open as a library, but we've got all this space. Any artists that have had work, um, you know, scuppered, yeah. yeah. Come and rehearse in here for free. And now they've opened an art space. What? And then the the deal that they have is that the tickets include a donation to the food bank and there's no fee. Oh my gosh. That's they're that, just, they're absolute angels looking out of the community. That's that nice. is culture. That is, that is that's awesome. That's good culture. Mill Hill what, did you, were you like a bookie wookie when you yeah. were little? So were you going there quite a lot? Like, does that place yeah. mean a lot to you? And, and because of where I lived was under a lot of um, underpasses to get anywhere. So Scary. It was a bit isolated when I was younger, mm. um, but they used to have a library bus that came to our bit. So I'd be in there every Wednesday getting my books. Really? Yeah. What do you got mean? To uh, you today? Direct, a direct <laughs> bus to the library. Yeah. So what? in the outskirts, yeah. Cause... <laughs> it's like a shuttle bus just to work. To, yeah, to a library, library <laughs> shuttle bus. And it used awesome. to park right outside my house because it was the free parking in the road. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I used to be in there like, hello, sick. where's these books? I tell you what, if Matilda had that bus, it would be better than dragging that wagon that she yeah. had the entire we time. We had such different lives. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, the bus is here to take you to the library. Well, no, no, the library would come to you. 
Oh, in the library bus. Portable library. Oh, I Portable library. Yeah, yeah. I, I was know. wondering why <laughs> you were looking at me like, what is this? <laughs> it's like a ferry service. <laughs> so, what were you? Um, were bus? Were sorry? Were buses? Were books? Kind of like your favourite thing when you were kind of like a kid and then Goose kind of growing up. Josh, we're so goosebumps. Goosebumps. Yeah. Goosebumps. Shout. And I've just started watching R.L. Stein's masterclass. Who's R.L. Stein? Uh, the author of Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Oh, sorry. I put two and two together. Though. And he's his masterclass is so good. Yeah. Um, and it's all about writing for kids. And he's like, kids are the best audience because <laughs> they'll tell you what it's crap. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, that is very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is very honest. true, my experience. From what yeah. I remember in Goosebumps, all of the covers were different colours. Mm-hmm. And, and the and they the, had bobbly bits on yes, them. Yes, bobbly bits. Bobbly bits. bits. Is, that, is that what Unusual. it's Unusual. Yeah. Sort of a matte, bo- oh, and I used to just feel <laughs> <Yeah>. the texture. <laughs> yeah. I used to just feel the, the, I used to feel them and go, oh. oh well, that was always, it was that and Horrible Histories were the two yes. on like World Book Day at school. Horrible that was what you bought but yeah which oh, yeah. one were you, were you a goosebumps over oh, i suppose you can be both in i was both yeah fair i enough. don't discriminate same with blur and oasis oh i do oh yeah discriminate uh, <laughs> against blur and oasis actually no, I, don't. I, I do like them both uh, i respect blur but obviously my heart is where it <laughs> lies um the, uh, the goosebumps when you um when you when you flick through it's yeah. is it one where it's like oh uh jimmy and johnny enter the the haunted house pick a if they go upstairs pick no. b if they go it's not one of those is it's it? not a pick your own adventure but they're all scary they are actually really yeah. scary, aren't they? I do They're remember good. being quite terrified. How many about did them. they have? He's, Loads. Yeah, a hundred so, hundred or something. <laughs> He's I pissing guess. them out. He I was. mean, I'm watching his blooming masterclass. He still writes them now. How old is he? Because I always imagine him as like an old, especially someone who has uh, initials as their first name as a writer. Mm. I always think that makes them that adds like fifty years on to their. Age, real age. Maybe like wealth. Well, wealth. When you when you get so wealthy, you have to initial. Yeah. Moving when you were a teenager, Mm. what were you? uh, What were you into then? Were you still into books? Was it music? Did that come into your life a little bit more as a teen? Music. And what were you listening to? Such a music geek. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, what was I listening to? Beatles. Um, Because you're in a rock band, aren't you now? Yeah. Daisy Chains. Yeah. Ah. Um, Rock and roll. (laughs) is that the sign for rock and roll i don't know <laughs> that, that's, that's rock and roll oh that one's rock yeah rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what was the, net, was on the left when hand. did you start the daisy <laughs> <laughs> when did you start the daisy chains was that um, when you were a teenager is it no uh that was 10 years ago so yeah i was about five <laughs> yeah um yeah it was about 10 years ago and it was uh, we were all working on shows um and we just realized that it was pretty cool to be all female musicians yeah, and there wasn't really many bands that were doing rock and roll music because of the whole sexism in music um so we just kind of made our own band mm-hmm. yeah. um and yeah, so it's been really fun. Um, Could you help us out with a question that we had? And I think we've asked this a few times on the pod. We've never really worked out what's an eight track recorder or a 16 track recorder. Is- oh, right. So um, so now we can take multi channels, right, all the time. Yeah. Because we've got digital recording. But um, 
you'll probably see it in, in Get Back. It can only record eight at the same time. When you say eight channels, channels. So, so like, like if I'm a on guitar, guitar, a he's bass, on, yeah, okay. a, a oh. vocal mic, a drum mic. But you bands know? aren't usually more than eight people, are they? Yeah, like folk. No, but like a drum kit. If you're recording a drum kit, you probably want about eight mics on the really? kit. Really? Yeah, because you'll want to get the hi hats, the snare. Oh. It depends how much you want to. Um, increase and decrease on those yeah. big boards that they have exactly oh. it depends how much sound you want to separate and i'm probably not the best what, well uh, what i'm finding quite funny that. is but we have a sound pretty much sound engineer in the room is we didn't think right? to ask him <laughs> i <laughs> mean is that right <laughs> who actually has <laughs> I've got that right. okay, well. thank goodness, because like let's imagine ask if I don't... <laughs> so it's this guys turns out it's wrong <laughs> 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 Were you into like indie and stuff? Or again, I know you said you yeah, were into everything. Into but... literally everything. Yeah. Uh, in our common room in sixth form, we'd either have Scars TV or MTV Bass. Oh, so shit. We're... I remember fucking Yeah. Scars. <laughs> you remember yeah. it. You can tell What's by that. Scars TV. It's like all the weird, <laughs> 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 weird little rock bands. It could be unfamous bands as well, which is what I loved about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like the big bands. Like close, is it like closed circuit TV? No, not, not CCTV, but I mean like. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what is it like CCTV? <laughs> yeah, in the mile radius of the actual fucking <laughs> building that it was emanating. <laughs> from it was it was what like Kerrang, innit? Yeah, it was like independent. independent. I meant and like anyone could go on, like Channel Five. Yeah, those old school like digital channels where it was literally yeah, like like yeah. So you it, it was almost like bands would send in their own videos and then they would just play them at like random points of the day. And you, and you get at coinciding with big famous bands. So yeah. like Foo Fighters might come on and then some complete unknown, very loud band right. would then be on. And then it would be like Linkin Park. It was like, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have any, uh, did you, like at your school, like in your area, did you have any like f- people, like band, like famous bands or bands that became famous that you mm. kind of like? Spice Girls? Sugar Babes. They're from North London. Is it? Yeah. Oh. They're from Kingsbury, just down the road. Oh. Did you ever the, meet the, any of them? The original three. The original ones, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but, <laughs> so, so geeky. Yes. So obviously my family um, are well into the arts and they all do it as hobbies. Yeah. And so they're in um, an Amdram society, which rehearse and perform at Kingsbury High School. Right. So they actually are made up of a lot of teachers. <laughs> it's <all laughs> the sugar babes. Really? So you're welcome, world. <laughs> I don't think... Do, 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 do. Random question time. This is a hypothetical situation. Okay. It's a bit of a joke. And um, basically, I'm going to read out a scenario for you and you uh-huh. just have to answer as honestly or as fairly as possible. Okay. Right. So, Lou, do you want to... Yes, Yes, I want you to read out uh, that that one. (laughs) Just for the sake of the listener, Katie's looking at me (laughs) with her arm pointed out, ready to prepare for joy. Right. Regrettably, Bob Dylan has invited you to another one of his bakery parties, the bastard. Last time you were embarrassed and upstaged by Neil Young, who had brought eclairs. Fucking Neil Young. Classic Neil. This time, though, you have enlisted the services of a celebrity chef to make you three dozen Bakewell tarts. Who have you hired? Who's your favourite celebrity chef? Three dozen Bakewell tarts. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's not that many, is it? So it could be someone quite <laughs> flamboyant. It may not be a big it's party. It's 36 Bakewell tarts, is it? There's some obvious choices, go on. aren't there? There's like, you could go down Paul Hollywood's route. No, I'd be too distracted too, by it. Too yeah. obvious, too obvious. Mary Berry would probably be all right. No, nope, she'd have her signature all over that stuff. I yeah. think I'd like to have fun because there's not that many. So you'd mm. have time to have fun. Yeah. Ainsley Harriet always seems very fun. I was going to say, that's the name that I would go to yeah. straight away. Panic, ready, steady, cookie, bring a pepper and some milk, you'd be fucked. I feel like I've never really seen him cook much, though. He's no. just been presenting no. cook shows. but like He's got a nice, calm demeanour. He's funny. Yeah. I like him. I think I'd enjoy working with him. Okay. <laughs> if, if he was into... Bakewell tart me. How long is the pastry, isn't it? What type of pastry is it? Shoot, no. I don't know. What do is bake? a Bakewell tart? Yeah, do you bet? Are you a big yeah, baker? Yeah, I love I don't bake at all. Never baked anything. Could you tell Never. us? How yeah. would you make a Bakewell tart? So I think it's that hard pastry, isn't it, that you get on like lemon meringue pies? I'm I assuming what so. its name is. Icing. No, the paste that... <laughs> Fucking idiot. Short crust. Short crust. Short. Here we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> He's in now. <laughs> short crust. Yeah, so you got to get some short crust pastry, right? right and you've got to use some flour and butter. Can you do this? Can you answer this question in an East End accent? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was listening to Ray Winston, uh, Desert Island Discs. He's putting it on. Really? Yeah, he's putting it on. He comes off screen. Is it screen? No, he comes off the mic and he's like, Speaks Hello. Hello, I'm Ray Winston. Smash these cans. Do you know Jamie Winston, his daughter, she was just on, uh, she has a son and the son's name is Raymond, which means that her son is also called Ray Winston. The same name as her dad. That is a classic thing that people do. I can't believe that is I it. Can't believe, <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe you felt the need to tell us that. I, ca- I cannot. I, I never had a dad, so I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what people name. I thought children. you were going to tell me something really interesting. And I knew as soon as you said son, I'm like, this is going fucking nowhere. And I'm going to have to be polite about it. My dad did that with my brother. Like, it's not uncommon. What is your dad's? What is your brother's name the same as your dad? Yeah. Are you sick? Are but, you not well? But do you not call? But then, why d- does your dad call your brother Junior? <laughs> Cause him son. Or <laughs> I don't know. But why no? My dad's Rick, and my brother's Richie. Oh. And if I have a son, I'll probably call it Richard as well, just to really? Richard the <laughs> Third. <laughs> but unlikely that I'll be having. You know that I'll have a kid anytime soon so it's not really a problem that I'll think about anyway what the fuck was that anyway, <laughs> okay yeah. bit of fun bit of anyway, fun it- oh cultural comfort so is there anything that you go back to sort of time and time again it's kind of like your safe place like anything oh, a blanket so of a blanket of, of culture you did send some uh, example questions over and the way I interpreted <laughs> this question <laughs> was not how you've just explained This was it written there. today. <laughs> so yes. I interpreted it as um, not a comfort, but something from your childhood that you that still troubles you to this day. I would, that is a Lou, much that, better question. That, that, is, that, is, Lou that question. is Lou who has asked that question. But fine, yeah, yeah. Um, Tell me about so, your sadness. So to me... The thing that I still think about, I only watched it once, was did you ever watch Round the Twist? Yes. No. Australian. Yeah. yeah. What's Round the Twist? Oh, my God. Everything was quite warped in it, wasn't yeah. it? And there was this one episode with a taxidermid fox. Yep. Did you? Oh, no. Go, keep going. And 
I cannot stop thinking about like the fox was taxidermied, but it was also alive. Uh. And but it like would come to life, but then it would be taxidermied again. Is this a kids that? show? Yeah, yeah, it was on. Um, was it a cartoon? CBC, real? I think wasn't it? No, it was legit real. Yeah, it was on it- just before uh, the weakest link. <laughs> Right. What was the jit? So, and I remember the theme tune quite vividly. Du, du, Have you du, ever du, 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 du. ever felt like this? Yeah. Yeah. Have strange things happen when you go around the twist? Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I've absolutely that would no not. Idea. I would not be. I would not be prepared to then see a, a half a taxidermied fox still still breathing the, and living after that. I don't remember the premise of the show entirely. <laughs> no, just like things would go around the twist. Like it, it would, it would like be roundabout warping. But... I feel like it was, it wasn't like a series. It was like each episode was a different adventure. Well, something oh, would go like wrong. an anthology sort yeah. of thing, like a goosebumps, goosebumps, goose goosebumps, goosebumps, <laughs> the extreme version of goosebumps, like a goosebumps. Yeah, but it was for kids. Yeah, it was. Mm. But this was this more kiddie for like was this more for kids than Goosebumps was? If in that sense, no, I think I don't like know how younger to tell you kids. This. It is for kids, like <laughs> yeah, eight year old like, was its target. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Not like little kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, it wasn't like CBBS. Oh, quick question: Do you like wrestling? Um, I think so. I don't. I've watched gorgeous ladies of wrestling glow yes amazing i really like that show it's a way in isn't it i think it's a way it in. is a way in and also that was and real I, I used to love wwe uh, yeah. and i used to love some people who are maybe now problematic people so, yes well that's half of that yeah. that's pretty much like 75 percent of the people so that i did used to really enjoy it but then there was a section where i haven't watched any wrestling so i can't in good conscience say well yeah. i would still take that as a win yeah, because right. personally we need more wrestling fans out there <laughs> and wrestling is getting better uh, yeah. i can assure you but yes if you go back and watch too much stuff it yeah there's there's quite a lot of issues but the rock is a nice guy the rock is so nice i'm he a big fan like follow him on person. instagram yes he's big the, fan uh, of his work very humble he was on the super bowl he was on the super bowl yeah, yeah. He? did he sing moana <laughs> oh, could you imagine if that was just him doing the whole thing? He gave a sort of pep talk. He did the like, if you smell, he did that at the start, yeah. I think. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah. <laughs> Childhood. American football. And then, the, and then the Pain and Gain's a cracking film as well, if you've not seen that. That's a terrible film. <laughs> we're talking about that after the record thank goodness that we have Katie they literally have sex with like a dead woman in the in the film excuse me yeah have you watched nothing are you watching the same film there's all these guys who like these douchebag sort of like muscle bound uh, steroid freaks who get rich set in off. Miami Mark set in Miami is a personal trainer that starts to sell steroids to people to get big yeah right. so it's basically like bad bad men as like the lead characters yeah and then it's, and it's a michael bay film <laughs> so, they so, don't so. have sex with an unconscious one they do they anyway, do but yeah either way i've not seen it but that sounds very bad if that is what it, it is. is grim well you've made me you've painted me a monster <laughs> <laughs> i can assure you i don't Shame watch a film you. that has that in it mm. <laughs> i think my most quoted film will probably always be anchorman oh. <laughs> or airplane Oh, it's so good. Um, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Leads a star-studded cast. <laughs> is it musical? Um, no, it's a film. Is it the first 
parody film. I feel technically. like it, I, I think it might be. I feel like I've read that somewhere. And it's like about disaster. airplane disaster movies, and they take all the tropes and they take the piss out of everything. <laughs> and to like to the and it's Leslie Nielsen and that team. So you can imagine in every shot, everything is important. It's like a proper kind of farce, and like anything that's happening in the in the shot is important right and when you go back and watch movies that that their film because they did a few mm. when you go back and watch the films that they're based on more often than not this they've shot it shot for shot from the sequence of the <laughs> movie that they're taking the piss out of it's shot for shot and there'll be something stu- like they did one where they took the piss out of top gun and that opening sequence someone's doing ballet with the bloody <laughs> oh yeah 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 like signals the in the signal background stick. yeah it's so it's like a whole series by airplane i think was the first one yeah and i yeah. think i've read that it was like technically the first par- parody film really yeah, yeah. Uh, that is leslie leslie nielsen is like he's such a g i was so, like like so naked gun the naked gun films oh, are amazing person. yeah yeah the kind of the old man okay who was just kind of always old i feel like he was always the same yeah, age in every character film. yeah Sort of like Steve Martin, you know, just has like always has white hair in every film, but he's just so funny. So uh, weirdly, uh, or maybe not weirdly, comedy was banned for me when I was growing up. So I wasn't allowed to watch any comedy. Uh, Why? Um, Just very strict TV rules and regulations. Oh. Yeah. So... And in all honesty... Self-imposed. <laughs> Your parents didn't I, care. Yeah, they could. Yeah. Um, my dad used to sneak me and we used to watch Monty Python late at night um, oh. and watch that. But I think some of the other stuff I would watch that I now know is comedy, I wouldn't know that I was watching co- comedy. Right. So, like, I really love Victoria Wood, but I thought, I think as a kid, because I knew comedy was banned but I would be allowed to watch her sometimes. So I'd be like, so she doesn't do comedy. She is an actor writer. Oh, yes. Which obviously she is as well, but I didn't realise that that is what stand-up comedy could also be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I guess... You're like subconsciously assuming it in a way. Traditionally, stand-up back then was, although it's getting better now, but all white men in suits shouting at mountains of problems, you know, sort of thing. So I, I get why your mum and dad wouldn't want you to see that. But yeah. even like Billy Connolly or something like that, with that sort of folky... So they went into, I think, because Billy swears a bit. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Um, But Lee Evans, when I got older, we were allowed to watch. But then me and my dad had a cassette of Alan Davies that we used to oh, listen yeah, to yeah, in the yeah. car. So it was very much like my dad loves comedy and that would be our little side um, hangout zone yeah. would be something to do with comedy um but i think my my mom's primary school teacher okay. so it was just more like a language thing i think for the most part yeah um but yeah so it meant that i actually never really saw much in the way of comedy yeah. and the comedy that i had seen i hadn't really clocked that it was where sure, were you recently yeah. you were in guildford or uh worthing in, in panto in oh you were doing a panto yeah oh i think i saw this on your website did you, did you had you written it or were you doing like... um i wrote a panto song actually that we released well, i helped helped wrote it wasn't just me but that um it was me mark reed from a1 <laughs> no way really yeah, yeah. it was mark the lead Ooh. singer of a1 um well there's four 
people in A1 and they're all um, fantastic musicians. Yeah, so Mark... but Mark was the lead singer. <laughs> he had the Mark amazing was, haircut. Yeah, Mark and Naomi Wilkinson, who does a lot of presenting on um, CBBC and CBBS. Oh, wow. And she's also an actor. So we all did a panto in 2019 together and we were like... I always do a creative project when I'm on Panto and I invite anyone that wants to to be involved in it. Really? Yeah. Is it because you have downtime? No, it's literally the opposite. We have no downtime. And so um, it's quite manic on Panto. But normally I'm am I most creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really? You're yeah. more stressed. Is well, creative. because you're doing the same thing every day with the show. Yeah. And obviously Panto's fab because it does have a lot of audience interaction. Sure. So that's really fun for bouncing off of them. Yeah. Um, but I guess in comparison to comedy where you're doing a different thing every day, sometimes you're like, you don't want it to stagnate. So I, I like to do like a fun, creative thing to keep my brain being like active and creative and um that year i was just like to the gang do you want to write a song because i just released my solo christmas song that year yeah and they were like oh this is fun and i was like sure you do one together (laughs) and then uh, me thinking can you imagine if mark reed from a1 and naomi from cbbc say yes and they were like yes let's do it and i was like so that was super fun so we released that we couldn't release it in the lockdowns because we felt bad because it's essentially a song about panto being the best thing about christmas (laughs) we were like we can't do it in a year where panto's not happening (laughs) so we did it last year and fundraised for great ormond street hospital oh Oh, amazing so that was really nice what a what a charity love them i'm on board with everything that they do well yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well i think so uh think. yes let me just check i am <laughs> um, makes me sad that children's hospitals exist but of course they have to i love them it's like they like i mean yeah i love ch- yeah children's they're great um, i i went to great ormond street as a kid and i think um they're a fantastic charity they are for the labyrinthitis or no for my heart oh, no. <laughs> too too full of love too full it's like bursting like my eyes love <laughs> katie yes you wake up yes uh joy is is brought into your world from from a from a strange source mm. from could be youtube could be spotify could be seeing a bird fly in the wind mm-hmm. but um what is something that you would go to immediately to have a little bit of dopamine a little bit of rush a little bit of joy a little bit of hands-on love um, oh, that's a weird phrase. Sorry about that one. This is, and I've. This isn't something I've just randomly thought of, but every morning I do go and look on Viola Davis's Instagram, <laughs> and I'm like, "What? What's Viola posting what's today? today?" And it cheers me up every time. Is she a regular poster? Is oh she... my gosh, all day, every day, oh. and I love it. And it's posts like, it's positive affirmations, mm-hmm. cheers me up every time. Yeah. Dancing videos, just her photos from her being amazing anything like that then i'd probably go to netflix and i've been watching this documentary i think it's a documentary it might not be i don't know what it would be classified as but it's top secret ufo projects declassified (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's so good because it's actually i'm watching it and i'm like okay what is real (laughs) (laughs) what is real and what's not real and i think that that's amazing that that's made me think that what sort of mysteries have come out of it? Well, they're chatting about Roswell and Area 51 yeah. and people coming forward going, 
governments can only trickle feed information they can't give you the full tinfoil hats and stuff like yeah. that yeah well but it's from people who allegedly work there right. oh yeah scientists and stuff so now i'm like wait what is real and what's not real and i quite enjoy that feeling Oh no, I I would rather feel like I know what what the crack is in the world. To be honest, like I think, I think I fairly am sure that I know what I believe. Yeah, but I just love that this documentary is like so brazenly like, yeah, we weren't allowed to talk about it until now, <laughs> sixty years later, <laughs> and you're like, what does that make sense? I don't know. Is there a statute of limitations on aliens? Yeah, I don't know what, what they do. Anymore. Every now and then, was it like before Obama left, he like declassified some FBI files yeah. about like some UFO, like when everyone's like, oh, this is going to be the batch that has the UFO shit in it. Well, can can't. I tell you what the the nugget of information in it that's making me think, are they onto something? <laughs> is, you know, when Hillary Clinton's email thing? Yes. Oh, yeah. Apparently, it was between her and Tom DeLong from Blink 182. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Who is this? What? Yeah. He's a massive, yeah. Who's this big dude trying to be like, we need to release alien information. <laughs> so I'm like, what's, why are people talking, to, like, talking to him if it's not important? I don't know. Oh, Hillary Clinton and Tom DeLong on, on emails. So what? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What, the, what are you talking? That's the whole scandal exactly. gate of yeah. the emails of. I think so, because they wanted to, like, declassify some of the information. Um, and Tom DeLong's in the charge of the... I thought it was just how she handled <laughs> the no, it wasn't. It wasn't. That wasn't all the Hillary Clinton's email scandal. It yeah. was, like, the whole Benghazi thing. Yeah, but that, like, that thing, but yeah. That, as, 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 yeah, but Tom DeLong was also, Tom you know, Tom he was linked in on in that. <laughs> he got gotten in there. CC'd. She's like, Tom, I really thought angels and airwaves <laughs> no, were but shit. But. <laughs> they, might, they might be making that up, but Tom DeLong's on there, and I feel like Tom DeLong wouldn't lie to us. <laughs> no, he's been such a big part of all of our childhoods. Yeah. It would actually be really bad that it he... It would be yeah. so mean of him. I, yeah, no, I agree. I would just think it's, <laughs> I just, I love the fact that... What the fuck are you talking... All right, I'm going to have to just accept that as debate. <laughs> no, I, I'm saying... You've, it's... Just come, you've come in here and you've told me the sky's green and then you're looking at me like, well, why, why wouldn't you believe well, that I'm the saying, sky is green? Like? I think that's a wonderful place to wrap it up with uh, Lou just being left in this come limbo. My mind's in like, bits now. Thank, thank this is how you start getting people to believe in UFOs. This is what I like about the documentary because it's like, you know what you believe and then you watch a documentary and you're like, wait. I don't know what I believe I now. don't... <laughs> Wait. Wait, what have I ever been thinking what wrong the entire people? time? Yeah, what are these people chatting about if they wouldn't lie to us? We'll do a quick roundup. Do you think aliens exist, Josh? <laughs> uh, yes, I do. All right, Katie? I think, yeah. But I just sure. think it'd be depressing when you find out that they're not really like big UFOs. They're not yeah, big. Yeah, it'll just be like a... They'll just be like, like a like, micronism or something yeah, like that. Plant. Yeah, a plant. A plant, yeah, yeah which is like, cool. That's what I'm thinking. It's a plant. Yeah. Um, Katie, thank you so much for being on the show. <laughs> Thanks um, for having before me. Before you go, though, where can people uh, hear you, listen to you, see you? What are you up to? Um, so on my social medias, I am at Katie Pritchards with an S at the end, which is the most confusing I've ever done to myself. So I'm so <laughs> Thanks sorry. Thanks you just said to me, young lady. <laughs> um, and my website's Katie katiepritchard.co.uk God, you do good. Yeah, you you're, good. One, you're such a wonderful person. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> we we, we really are terrible people. Awful. Ladies and gentlemen, Katie Thank Pritchard! You. Thank you so much! Thank Woo. you!
hi everyone it's katie again and i just i just wanted to sing you a little song thank you for listening to this little podcast starring josh and lou and me katie pritchard too this has been a really fun afternoon and i'm supposed to tell you where to follow which i'm gonna do follow at the cultural vacuum oh, cultural vacuum yeah. oh yeah pull that on wax yeah. <laughs> see you next week <laughs>